Yeah. Yeah. Not you, Cook. I'm talking about your, your sons. You, I know that. That's you. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I assumed you were talking about. <laughs> he is a so, good kid. Making sure to make that clear. So, no man, we're all here. Clear to need. We're all here. We Look at us. Yes, we are. Man. John, have you eaten? The usual? Yeah, I already ate. What'd you had eat? Some you have? Had some gumbo. Gumbo. Oh, oh, man, but that was good. What kind of gumbo? Gumbo. It had sausage, shrimp, chicken. Mm. Scrimps. Scrimp. Mm. That good. sounds delicious. No shrimp. Yeah. What's wrong with those? What? No shrimp. He doesn't like seafood. He's stupid. Shrimp is gross. <laughs> he doesn't like seafood. He's stupid. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, the second part is definitely for sure. All the comments he was making today were ridiculous. So what? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Yikes. you know exactly what we're talking about. Some of the things you were saying, you were, you were like John said, you were contradicting yourself with every other text <laughs> message. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't think y'all are just confused. No, I don't think we're the ones confused. No, I don't think, think so you either. took your pills today. Or I was being a nice guy. <laughs> you're a nice, nice guy. guy. Yeah, that's what we say. Carrie. Yeah. Space, nice guy, Mullins. That's what we all say. That's it. So, why is there a space between Mullins and Carrie and not between Mullins? Wait, what? You said Carrie, space, nice guy, Mullins. How come there's not a space between nice guy and Mullins? You did a space between Carrie and. Oh, that's one word. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Carrie, nice guy, Mullins. (laughs) Uh, Nice guy, hyphen Mullins. There you go. Okay. Nice guy, hyphen Mullins. Yeah, oh, man. So, well, um, let's get started because we have a lot to do. So, do. episode 111 of Off Our Game. Uh, like I said, the crew's here. We're ready to go. Uh, the best 11s. What do we have for the best 11s? Fitzgerald. Oh, that's a good one. Carson Wentz? Yeah. He's the best. He said, oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, sorry, we did. I apologize. Yeah, good Phil Sims? Best? Hmm. Phil. No. Uh, Julian Edelman. That, he's the best of that second tier. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Edelman. Edelman's good. Uh, yeah. Edelman. Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. Bledsoe. No, no, I don't think so. No, don't think so. Yao Ming. You're saying Bledsoe wasn't eleven? No, I think Bledsoe doesn't isn't great. We're like we're saying the same like the Wentz thing. You know, Wentz Bledsoe. I know. I mean, Bledsoe, Bledsoe is better than Wentz, but but if you didn't have Bledsoe, you wouldn't have Brady. That's uh, why we're punishing Bledsoe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> who who yeah. hit Bledsoe? That's what I want to know. That oh, I can't remember. Have a conversation with. Was it a Sam Coward? Uh, that might be right. It was. I just don't remember um, the hit. It was. Uh, it was loud. That yes. hit. It was heard. Uh, oh, so, Alex. So, Smith. Alex. So you're you're we're blaming Bledsoe because if Bledsoe would have just gotten out of bounds. The Raiders possibly no, Lewis. may have won a Super Bowl. They may yes. have won a Super Bowl. Yep. So, who was importantly, we just wouldn't have to deal with Brady. Like something would have happened, the butterfly effect. It wouldn't have happened the way it's happened. Really, it's Mo Lewis's fault. Is he the one that hit him? Yeah, he's the one that hit him. Mo Lewis. That sounds right. Uh, whatever it was, it was nasty. It was a good lick. So, so Mo Lewis is responsible for time for Brady. everything. Yeah. Well, the butterfly years. effect, the butterfly yeah. effect, like John was saying, yeah, yeah. he hit Bledsoe, Bledsoe went down, Tom Brady's quarterback, goat, there you go, butterfly effect, so. He uh, better thank him in his induction speech. <laughs> right? <laughs> that would be funny. I'd like to thank Mo Lewis, 
<laughs> possible. <laughs> uh, it is kind of an odd thing, though. It's just think about it. if Bledsoe wouldn't have got hurt, obviously he would have played that entire year. More than likely, they would not have gone to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They probably mm-hmm. wouldn't even been playing for the the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. And and then no telling how long. I mean, do you think the next year that Brady would have unseated Bledsoe? Ooh. I can't. I mean, he still had some years in him, right? He went to the Cowboys after that, right? Yeah, he went to the Cowboys yeah. after that. So, I mean, he yeah. still was. I don't know how old he was, but I don't know if he would have gotten the job the next year or how soon or ever. It's weird. I'm, I'm thinking it probably about. would have been a few years. I mean, I think Tom Brady would have taken over. But would he have won as many Super Bowls? Maybe yeah, he would have won like three mm-hmm. and not seven. But, but, but maybe. I mean, would he have been the same Tom Brady if he would have had to wait a few years before he got the starting position? Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be the same If Tom he would have even got the starting position there in New England. He might have never got it there. He may have had to like waited out his you know rookie contract and then gone to another team yeah like if Bledsoe still played like he was they were just good enough and they were making the playoffs and they might have just stuck with him mm, that's true I don't know I, I mean Tom seems like one of those guys like we talked about before like the ultimate competitor I, I don't imagine him just sitting back and I don't imagine him eventually winning the job you know, I just I don't imagine that. It's, like if, I'm dead. it's just like if Trent Green would have tore his knee up, Kurt Warner wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. No, that's true. That is very true. Yeah. That's true. So, and maybe Dick Vermeil may not have been in the Hall of Fame either. Maybe so not. That's he case. may have got fired. He was shaky going into that year. He, they wanted, he was. They wanted, him, they wanted him fired the year before. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Think, think about this. If oh, Harry doesn't oh. leave. I might not be on this podcast. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. 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 What? See? Holy crap. I'm basically Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> that is my new ringtone. That is my new ringtone. Wow. Every time John calls me, I'm basically Tom Brady. <laughs> and here's Drew Bledsoe and Trent Green. Oh, wow. that's true. That's wow. true. That, right. that also, okay, if we're using that logic, then ultimately, John, you just hate yourself every day. Yes, yeah, right. I do. I do. <laughs> that's, that's facts. That's facts. <laughs> wow. Okay. More importantly, John, but I want to know, too, talking about this, we're talking about butterfly effects. Did you eat your appropriate number of Fruity Pebble Bowls and allowed everybody oh. else to get a chance? Well, yeah, the box is gone. That's that <laughs> happened days ago, but I did only have my two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There was a little bit of conflict because there was a little left. So who was going to get a third bowl? There was a little bit of war, but I, I just let them fight it out. I gave it up. Wow. You, you, you retreated on this? Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a, there was a, a argument rather because it said two normal size bowls. So what constitutes normal or a That's large true. bowl? People yeah. were arguing that that looked like a bigger bowl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did did you did y'all come to a resolution? Did you pass anything around you know family rules that said this is what a normal bowl is now? No, we just everyone got two and then I think my kids got a third one each. 
and that oh, was it. Nice. I thought about you on Saturday, John, because we were we were grocery shopping and we got home. We were putting the new cereal up on the fridge, and there was a bag of fruity pebbles that had got shoved to the back of the fridge. And I don't know how long it was there, and it was oh, just boy. all threw, stale and everything. We threw it away. It was like three quarters away. We had to, I'm sure it's still good. No, you just put some milk in that. That'll nah, we do right it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, that stuff didn't go bad. Yeah, uh, I, I think I bet it does. Okay, nah. I bet it does. I'm gonna get so many that. preservatives in it. That stuff lasts forever. Just it's crunch it squeaky. up. Crunch it up. Get a credit card. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean. Okay, we're gonna go to that tangent. We don't need. To, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got we're, still, stuff we're, we're talking about number eleven. So <laughs> yeah. About oh, I don't, I don't even remember number elevens anymore. Doing lines of fruity pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know number elevens anymore. I don't know any famous number elevens really. You know, outside of the people that we we named, I mean, Fish Gerald's got to be like I said, the best eleven probably. I mean, what about uh, John? I know. How about uh, Sebastian Janikowski? No. Oh yeah. 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 I'm ashamed yeah. of you. Yeah. I am ashamed I, of you. No. And and it, it, Sosa is, didn't Danny what? White wear number eleven? I know, and I don't remember him winning me a Super Bowl. So as much <laughs> as I like Danny White, I don't remember him bringing me home a ring. Wow. So anybody that plays for the Cowboys is great. So. Well, he, he is great, and I think he's in the Ring of Honor, which is also awesome. But like I said, and he also punted too. He was a punter and a quarterback. Yep. But he didn't bring me a Super Bowl, so I can't, I can't do anything. Wow. So, okay, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say anything. It just he didn't bring me one. That's all I'm gonna say. And they we had a couple of good eighty seeds that could have done it too. So that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, favorite number of uh, social media and email. Uh, how are we looking there, Mullins? How are we doing? Uh, you know, I haven't even checked the email. Let's take a look here. Let's see. Uh... And if it's WordPress, I no, hope they ask, at least ask a question. Uh, yeah, some WordPress stuff in there. That's uh, about it. Yeah, that's two weeks in a row that our, our consistent emailer has I not I emailed us. what happened to that person. So, Listen, <laughs> you guys want to make up imaginary people, go right ahead. <laughs> what? <laughs> why, why are you telling you? I don't remember any direct I questions just, towards you, John. Just saying. <laughs> wow so, you sound guilty a little bit that's all i'm gonna say you sound a little guilty so um all right let's talk about one thing before we get into our college football predictions uh for the upcoming 2022 season which of course we're talking about guilty uh we talk about sean watson just for oh, a gosh. half second before we get into it so come on to. come on y'all know you're upset about this it's there's, stupid there's nothing to talk about Come on, the NFL long. and the P, the Players Association coming down. They're gonna uh, try to agree on something before he the ruling comes out. Come on, there's something to talk about for a half if second. The settlement is anything less than 12 games. NFL looks stupid. Wow, I'm, I'm calling 10 and 10. 10 games, 10, 10 and 10. It, it ought to be 12 and 24. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go with Cook on that. I think 12 and 24 would be would be good. I think that'd be a. I think that would be a really good. John, settlement. Your guess. I, well, my guess for what I think it should be it should be a no. year and oh, what, my guess. What do you, what do you think it, they're going to settle with? If they're going to settle, I think it'll be twelve games. I think it has to be twelve. I don't think they want him playing Texans. I don't think they want that crap all over TV. 
That'll well, be all in the news the entire week. What about the fine? It's, it's gonna be. it's gonna follow them all season, no matter what. Yeah. He already got booed out of the stadium uh, in mm. Jacksonville whenever they mm-hmm. played. Yeah. And he was like, what, one out of five? Yeah. One for seven. One for seven, even worse. So it, this is going to follow him and them throughout the duration of his career. Uh, you know, even the 12 games, I, I think you know, is, is, yeah, I think it has to. Because we're still I, forgetting. I he has a case still pending. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's one he open. Does. I think as long as there's one open, he shouldn't play. Mm-hmm. If he gets through this season and they still don't get next season, that case is still pending. He doesn't play. Mm-hmm. But he apologized. Yeah. No. All right. Oh, All right. well. He's they, sorry. They, they, I, I, I apologize <laughs> as well right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think that's crap. Uh, yeah. I think I'm I sick it, of it, though. I am too. And I know it. I know nothing to talk, always talk about, but. It, I, it bothered me that they're trying to come to a settlement. I think they just, just let the appeal fall through and just. I'm and, with you. I think the players' association just keep their hands off of this one. That's what the part that bothered me. Just keep your hands off of this one and just let it ha- fall how it how it may, and have whatever happens happens, and just let it let it go. So. This is my question: Is is the NFL afraid of what's going to get brought up in the federal court case hearing? Is that what they're worried about? Why why are they hesitant? Why don't they just drop the hammer? Why do they care? Unless there's something they're concerned about being drug up in federal court. Ooh, that's a really good point. I didn't think about that. I'm, but I'm, I mean, if you, if you have nothing to worry about, then who gives a crap? Say, whatever, dude, year, you're done. Toast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why negotiate it at all? You have all the power. True. That's why I keep saying that something, something's not right. Something is going on behind the scenes. They're, they're taking this long on purpose. There's there's a reason for it. I think they're afraid, the NFL's afraid that the NFL Players Association is going to drag all these owners and all that dirty laundry through the court system in a federal court hearing. I think that's what they're worried about. That could mm-hmm. be. Otherwise, this dude would be this would have been done a week and a half ago and he'd be sitting out for the next year at least. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, I guess we'll find out. We'll let, the, we'll, let, we'll let the chips fall where they may after that point. But it just <clears> – I just don't know. It's just – it just needs to be done. And it's just – yeah. Anyway, let's move on to something better. All right. We have our 2022, like I said, college football special predictions for this show. Um, gentlemen, are you all ready with everything? Everything is picked and selected, and champs are ready to go. Is everything ready? I'm ready to go. You ready to go? Yeah. All right. Uh, let me start my list. I'll say this. I wasn't excited about picking the playoffs because it's just it's when we get to it, it's just too much. Playoffs. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. It was um if the scenario plays out like I have planned out. I'm it's just it's a lot playing. of chalk, right? Yeah, it's just like geez Louise. Yeah. I, I feel the same way too, going through all, through most of this, but I I had fun with this though. I really did. I had fun with picking everything. Um, now I'll ask, I'll ask one question before we get too far. I didn't do every single team in every single conference. No, I picked didn't. like the five or six teams that I thought were the best and had a chance to win. That's about as far as I went. So uh, I'm gonna let just hang that out there right now. I did not do every single team out of every single conference. So, well, did you do wins and losses or just where they finished? I did wins and losses. I, didn't do, I, I did wins and losses. I didn't do all the wins and losses. I did. I did wins finish and, and I did some wins and losses. No, I did wins and losses. So uh, let's start with uh, we'll start with uh, let's say worst to best, 
And I didn't know which one was going to be worse, Big 12 or Pac-12, but we'll start with alphabetically on that case. So we'll start with the Big 12. So Big 12 predictions. Who wants to go first? You want Kerry to go first or last? Because he's got like a whole book on this thing. That's I, true. I, I was joking about that. I don't have any of that. <laughs> uh, you know right, what? Go cook. Yeah, go cook. That's what I was say. Go cook. I'll just say that I, I got. Uh, what do you want? What do you want to know? Who I got in the championship game or what? I want to know your top two if you have a top two, and then obviously those top two go to the championship game. So same team. I got, so it's, I got Baylor and Oklahoma as the top okay. two teams again. I think. Okay. Uh, I think a lot of people think Baylor's a fluke, but I think they're going to do well again this year. I think uh, I think TU is is still going to come in around fourth. I mm-hmm. don't think they're I don't think they're the third place. And I Oklahoma State finishing third again. And uh, I think it's going to be interesting. I think I think Baylor's I think Oklahoma may have you know a little chip on their shoulder with everything going on with the coach leaving and everything like that. But I still think Baylor's got enough firepower on especially on defense to um, go ahead and get the top seed and get to the championship game. Okay. I got Baylor and Oklahoma playing for the Big 12. Okay. Okay. I'm going to follow up. I'm going to go up on that then. So I, I think it's a three horse race in the Big 12. I'm with you, Cook. I think Texas finishes at best, probably fourth, because the other three teams are Oklahoma, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. And I've got Baylor finishing the season undefeated, but those that last stretch of four games for Oklahoma is probably what's going to end up making the difference because they, ha- they have Baylor at home, which is good. West Virginia on the road, which shouldn't be a problem, but Oklahoma State again, and then finishing at Tech. Same thing. This Tech shouldn't be an issue either, but that last four games could be quite interesting. And then same thing for Baylor. I think Baylor ends up being 11 and one, um, but those last four games are also interesting because they go to Oklahoma, finish with K uh, State and TCU uh, at home, and then they finish uh, with TU on the road, which I think that's a kind of a toss up game towards the end of the season. I don't, I'm not saying TCU. Texas is going to be like formidable, but I think on the road will be interesting to see. And then uh, I do have, I do have Baylor and Oklahoma state comes to Baylor. So I have Baylor with a win there and then Oklahoma state third, just because of the fact that they have to go on the road to Baylor and on the road to Oklahoma. Those are probably the only two losses that they take uh, for the year, but because of their both conference ones losses and they're both on the road, I think they, End up in third, and I got Baylor, Oklahoma, uh, in the Big Twelve championship game too. And who did you pick to win? Sorry, I'm writing this down. I picked Baylor to win. I think I, Baylor upsets Oklahoma. In the yeah, Big that's what I put you. I put Baylor over Oklahoma in the championship mm-hmm. game. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think that I think and I think Venables and Aranda. I think I think it's for the first time in a long time the Big Twelve will have a very good defensive championship game. With solid defenses. It'll be real good. So. Okay. Uh, This one was tough. I I actually kind of bounced around a lot on this one. Um, I kind of went a little dark horse on this. Same with you guys. I I think, you know, Baylor, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State are the top three. But I picked Oklahoma State to battle it out with Baylor. Oh, okay. Okay. And I know Oklahoma State has to go on the road and beat Baylor and Oklahoma, but I think they'll at least win one of those. And Baylor and Oklahoma will also falter. So I don't think Oklahoma is going to be as that as strong as Oklahoma thinks they're going to be. I think they're going to have a, a kind of a down year by Oklahoma standards. And I I'm going to pick Oklahoma State actually to win the whole thing. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you know Oklahoma State being the national champion? No. 
You said the whole thing. <laughs> no, in the Big 12. You oh, okay. like, wow, that is a dark horse. Uh, wow. Okay. I, I agree with you a little bit, John, about your analysis of Oklahoma. I think they, and by, by Oklahoma standards, they may have a down year, but I think Venables being the defensive man, the coach that he is, and I think that offense, I think the offensive coordinator from Ole Miss, if I remember correctly, they pulled him away yeah. from Lane Kiffin, and I think that'll make that offense fairly dynamic. My issue with Oklahoma mostly is at the quarterback position than anywhere else. It's a, who are they going to end up putting there, and if that drives the offense for the rest of the season. And I was very close to picking Baylor as well. Like, to me, Oklahoma State, Baylor is kind of toss-up, but I went Oklahoma State. Mm, I like it. I like that, dude. That's a good, that's good, that's a good choice right there. Okay. All right, Mullins, you're up, sir. Interesting. Uh, well, I'm going to be agreeing with uh, John. What? Yeah. yeah. What's going on? Is this another week of Sosa yeah. Cook against Mullins and Hamilton? <laughs> It, it just makes the most sense. Uh, Oklahoma has 13 transfer players. Now, okay. they're all good, granted, and I think the quarterback situation there is going to be um, – what's that guy's name? Dylan uh, – can't take the last name down. Corey? Gabriel. Um, so, from UCF? That quarterback? Huh? Yeah. The quarterback from UCF? Okay, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, he, he transferred into Oklahoma. I think he's going to get the starting position there. But it, you've got so many transfer players in there. You've got a complete turnover of your your uh, coaches. I think that they're going to struggle to put the pieces together. So I think Oklahoma is going to falter. I could see them losing three games. Wow. Oklahoma okay. State, Baylor, and Texas. Really? Those are the three games that I see them losing. Uh, I think the championship game is going to be Oklahoma State and Baylor. And but I think Oklahoma State's going to take it this time, man. Oh, okay, okay, I agree with you with the fact they may lose to Texas. Okay, it's just a rival game, but you're saying that Oklahoma is going to lose Baylor and Oklahoma State at home, which I don't see that happening. Yeah, I'll give you one or the other, whether Baylor or Oklahoma oh. State, but I don't imagine them losing both. I, I, you make some just, solid points, they're going to struggle. I mean, you've got such a big turnover there, and I don't care how great the transfer guys are, they still got to come in there and learn the system. I mean, and it's a whole new system. So not only do you have those guys that have to lose the system, the whole entire team has to learn a new system, mm-hmm. except for defense. Defense is a little bit different story. But offensively, I just see them I – don't, I don't see them being able to put the, the puzzle together rapidly enough to make that big of a difference. See, I, I – okay – Okay, I can see your point on that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I'll agree with you. But I think the actual Oklahoma defense will actually be better this year than they have been in previous years, and I think that'll help them. You know, keep the, you know, won't have a large gap between offense mm-hmm. and defense. My problem in your prediction, and I guess maybe John's too, is Baylor is underestimating Baylor in both of these situations because Baylor brings back an entire offensive line. Yes, they lose their running backs, they lose their starting safety. Who else do they lose to the draft? Maybe a wide receiver. They have some very, a pretty good draft for the Baylor Bears. But I think underestimating Dave Aranda and that team over there in Waco, I think, is the underestimate here. Now, uh, I'm not disagreeing that Oklahoma State could win this thing. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I just think underestimating Aranda and the Bears is, is interesting. And, I mean, and all I four of us did pick Baylor to be in the championship game. Yeah. 
Yes. Yes. So it's just we're we're differing on Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. Really, we're all picking Baylor to be there. Yeah. yeah. And I can totally see Kerry's point and see Oklahoma State squeeze it in. I just think Gundy will screw it up somehow, and Oklahoma will be there. I mean, there were uh, Oklahoma State was there last season, and they really haven't lost very many key players. So, uh, why not? Mm. I mean, they got Spencer Sanders at the helm. Uh, hopefully, he can be healthy the entire season. Yeah, and. I mean, I, I just see them being able to just run it away. I think that offense is going to be just crazy good this season. You're right. I think a lot of it does hinge on Spencer Sanders, their quarterback. I think it really does. That's a really good point. Um, I don't know there much about their defensive side of the ball, but you're right. But Oklahoma State stretch, I mean, it makes or break their season is right in the middle of it, which is they go to Baylor, yep. come home and play Tech, they go to TCU, and then they play Texas at home. That four-game stretch right there, which they should be tech, tech and TCU, no problem. But, you know, road games are always trouble, True. right? They're always trouble. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, they come out of that stretch of games, and then they go – I mean, you're talking about being undefeated going all the way to Oklahoma. So you could be right about that. It, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, you, you, you're starting with the Big 12 is, is uh, not the strongest conference – Yes. But and overall, yeah, that's true. But their top three teams, I say they can play with anybody. Yeah. Well, I don't want to say anybody. I would say if I was to line somebody up out of those three teams, and the one that probably scared me the most would be Baylor, just because I think Dave Aranda has his system in place. Now, after a couple of years, those guys have bought into what he's doing. And defensively, they're good, they're solid. And then offensive line, like I said, I think returning four out of five guys, or maybe the entire offensive line. Yeah. I don't remember which one. So if I was if you were like, hey, who are you most afraid of to line up out of those three teams? I would be afraid of Baylor. And and, and I would be more afraid of Baylor, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State than anyone in the Pac 12. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that that's, in a second. That's probably true. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Those youths over yeah. there are pretty we'll, good. We'll talk about yeah, them in a minute. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. these in a second. Um, John Mullins, did y'all have Texas finishing uh, fourth, or did y'all have them anywhere lower? Or did I mean, I, I, I don't know if I, we did do that far or not, but I was curious. I got them fourth, uh, okay. and I'll probably have them probably somewhere around a three, three to four losses. They'll have a winning record this year. Yeah. Okay. Do you have Texas besides upsetting Oklahoma? Do you think Texas upsets upsets Oklahoma State or Baylor at all? Probably not. Okay, but they can sneak up on you because they're going to have one hell of a running game. Yeah, yeah, they will. So, and maybe an expensive backup quarterback too. Right. Um, (laughs) 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 That's very possible. All right. Well, then let's uh, let's move on to the next tier. Let's move on to the Pac-12. Let's go the same order again. Uh, Cook, you're up, sir. All right, Pac-12. This was interesting for me this year because um, I went through and doing all the organization, who's going to finish what in each division. But then the, the Pac-12 doesn't do the the north and south against each other this year. They do the two best winning percentages who play in the conference play for the championship. Yeah, really, I did not know that. So yeah. I have. Um, Two teams out of the South playing against each other in the in the championship, but in the wet in the North, I got Oregon, Washington, Oregon State, Washington State as my top four. Um, I got Stanford being, you know, 
Stanford. Stanford. What's your top four again? I'm sorry, top four again? What we're talking My about? top four in the north were Oregon, Washington, Oregon mm-hmm. State, and then Washington State. Okay. And then in the south, I have it Utah, USC, Arizona, and UCLA. I'm not a, I'm not sold on UCLA. I've got them down somewhere. Okay. And for the uh, for the Pac-12, I've got Utah against uh, USC, and then I got Utah beating USC in the championship game. Ooh, really? Nice. So, okay. So Utah, uh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna let John jot that down. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I like what you're doing there because I like that. I and I um, had to remember that whenever I was doing the whole pick. I was just like that. The whole they're doing something different this year. But um, I'll tell you this: out of the South, right? Out of the South, I think that's the most interesting part of the of the Pac-12. I think Utah, USC, and UCLA make that extremely, extremely interesting conference. Um, I actually think that Utah and USC both go 11 and one, and that. USC loses to Utah, and then Utah loses uh, at Oregon this year. I think that that happens to them. And I think UCLA is kind of a dark horse. I think UCLA actually is a dark horse in there. I wouldn't be surprised if UCLA trips up USC or Utah and all that going on. Out of the North, I think it's fairly straightforward that it's pretty much Oregon's to lose uh, for the most part, uh, that side of the division. So I actually have them going 11 and one, two, with their only loss being uh, to Oregon, their only loss being to Oregon. And I have Utah and Oregon in the championship game uh, with the Utes with the surprise win. Uh, I know they get upset in the beginning of the, of the season or in the, in the regular season, but I think they come back with and win the Pac-12 championship. And I have Utah at 12 and one winning the Pac-12. Nice. I like it. I like so, it. So far, we've picked identical so far. I know. As far as champions. Okay. Interesting. Ch- champions. You picked USC, though, right? Yeah. I had Utah over USC. Okay. So I'm in pretty much in agreement most of what you guys are saying. Uh, North or to lose. Uh, that one, I don't even think it's difficult. The, 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 the South is where it does get a little bit muddier. To me, I think USC is. I don't know. I mean, I think they're going to be good, but I don't think, I think they're a year away from good, good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I think Utah is going to be up there again. UCLA is kind of, like you said, that, that kind of fringe. They, I think they're going to disrupt some games, but I don't know if they're going to like finish uh, in the top two or three, but they're, they're, they're going to be a hard out, I guess. Uh, so in the, the championship, I pretty much just mirror what, uh, Sosa have. I have Utah playing Oregon, uh, with Utah winning it. Yeah. I'm with you on UCLA, John. I think UCLA is an extremely interesting team this year, dark horse. And they have a, they have a four game schedule right in the middle. That'd be really, really interesting to see how good they really are. And at that one point they play Washington at home, Utah at home, they go on the road to Oregon and they play uh stanford at home and then of course they're finished up with usc and cal towards the end i think that'd be i think that season i have ucla as an eight and 14 right now i wouldn't be surprised if they squeeze out maybe nine but nine would be the best that they get yeah so sorry i was jumping in most you're up sir nope yeah uh agree i think we're all pretty much on the same page with this uh with this conference and quite frankly I think it's because this conference falls quite a bit lower than the Big Ten, ACC, and SEC. Um, Competition-wise, no, t- you know those the ones that you talked about: Oregon, Utah, uh, 
UCLA, USC. And I agree with you. I think UCLA could be a dark horse. That's it's going to be an interesting team. Um, they could finally start beating USC again, which so that could be a interesting matchup there. Um, I think those four teams are going to be beating each other up a lot. Uh, but in the end, uh, I kind of agree with John. I think it's going to be Oregon and Utah. Um, and I, I honestly think that Utah is overrated. Really? But, but <laughs> I'll say this, it. I mean, neither one of these teams really impressed me that much. So just on the whim, just, I'm going to say Oregon. Just to be different. Really? Okay. 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 So, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, they just they don't impress me. And and it is- the unfortunate thing is is that I could see any of these teams actually end up either undefeated or with one loss and squeak into the playoffs. And of course, mm. and then just get destroyed by whoever they play. I don't even care who else is in there, mm. they will get destroyed. It is Oregon. Oregon is like the Green Bay Packers of college football. It's like for the last 10 years, they're always in a major uh, bowl game, if not, you know, a uh, New Year's Eve game or even the national championship that what, two years. And they always just seem to fall flat, like on in that home stretch or when they right. win, they, they, they just remind me of like the Packers. Like there's always all this hype and they, they, they kill it for the most part in the regular season. And then, just can't seem to show up for the, their bowl game. But now they get you know? Bo Nix. And the, then they got Bo Nix. The 15-year yeah. veteran. Yeah. These will hold up. They <laughs> <laughs> can tell you when it's going to rain. Well, they have, they have him, and they have the A&M transfer, they, Caleb Chapman. So there you go. They got yeah. both of those guys. Tell you when it's going to rain. That's funny, John. Um, I said, you know, top to bottom, the Pac-12, and looking at the strength of schedule, probably is the weakest conference because – you know, Utah does not have much on their record. They would, I mean, you're talking about a ranked Oregon team is the only team. And then they got to go on the road to Florida, mind you. And was is Florida ranked right now? Are they 21, if I remember correctly? Are they ranked 21 going into the season? I think you're right. Somebody's finding that for me real fast. I'm looking, but, I'm looking. Okay. But, I mean, you you only have two major games for Utah's sake, for their, for their season to look good. I mean, you have to go on the road to Florida. You've got to get that win in my mind, yeah. to even have a chance at the college football playoff, right? Right. And then on the road to Oregon, which my in my mind, it's not a, a must win, but it would look really good on your record to go up there to Oregon, get that W also, but then also have to turn around and play them again, which would stink. But go ahead. I don't see them in the top 25. Yeah, they're oh, not. they're not? Okay. They're okay. Not. Okay. But either way, you're on the road to Florida. You're in an SEC school, you know, down in the swamp. I mean, you're going to have a dogfight with you. You lose that game and you lose to Oregon, Utah's chances of college football playoff goes right out the door. Yep. So, so they have to get these. They have to get these wins. I mean, they, I, I see three wins that they have to get, which is Florida at UCLA, uh, home against USC. Make that four wins, and then at Oregon. But they have to get those four wins to be considered, or, the, or it's going to be another eight and four season for the Utes. So. And USC may come out come out on top of that. So just for that sake. But nice. But I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if there is a USC versus Oregon Pac-12 championship game too. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. So all right. 
let's keep moving on. We're doing pretty good so far. We're doing pretty good. Nothing out of the ordinary yet. Yeah. Everybody's crazy with, yet. Nothing's always doing I, I crazy. You guys were actually going to jump on me for Oklahoma State and then like Kerry agreed to me. So I was like, no. we're going to do like the Vikings <laughs> Cardinal State man, the, no, I don't think yeah. I don't think the Oklahoma State pick is that far out there. I think it's more of a I know I think it's more of a sexy pick than it is anything else because it's one of those things you're just like Oklahoma Baylor is expected, but you're like oh, Oklahoma State's out there looking pretty good, you know. So I'm not surprised at all if the Oklahoma State pulls it out. So um, let's go to the ACC and uh, let's start with uh, Cook again. All right, yeah, I got a. Uh, I think Clemson is. I think Clemson's going to be Clemson. They have the last couple of years. I don't think they're going to contend for the uh, the title game this year. I think they're going to get close. They're going to get second in the Atlantic. I've got Wake Forest finishing third. I got FSU finishing fourth. Is is there a worse bottom feeding teams than Syracuse and, and Georgia Tech? Oh, there is. I think I there mean, is. There's Vander. Are... There's Vanderbilt. Okay, yeah, that's that's always... yeah. <laughs> and we haven't gotten to that far yet. <laughs> Those guys are bad. But I do have Duke. Making a little bit of an uptick over there on the coastal side. I think uh, the new Aggie head coach over there is going to get things going the right way. Not by much, but I think they're going to move up a little bit. I don't think they'll finish dead last. Uh, and in the coastal side, I've got, uh, oh, I'm sorry, in the Atlantic, I got NC State winning the Atlantic side. Uh, on coastal, I've got uh, my top four are Miami, Pitt, North Carolina, and Virginia. Um, and I think that the, those two teams are going to play in, this, in the uh, championship game will be Miami. Against NC State, and in a quote-unquote upset, I think Miami beats NC State in the uh, ACC championship game. Dang it, Cook! What's going on? What's going on today? Holy crap! What are you talking about? Holy crap! Okay, I'm up. All right, I'm up. All right, ACC. You uh, Cook, you said Miami. Yeah, Miami over NC State. I yeah. Make sure I get it down. Okay. This is nuts. Okay. All right. Um, I agree. I think the Atlantic side is Clemson. Wake Forest and NC State. And we find out real quick in the season exactly who that's going to be because Clemson and Wake play the fourth game of the season. And then right after that, they play NC State. So I have to find out who's going to be the Atlantic champion real early on in this season. Now, I agree with you. I think Clemson takes a step backwards. I think with a couple of other uh, uh, coaching changes going on on the offensive side of the ball as well as the defensive side of the ball. Now, their roster on the defensive side of the ball is good. That defensive line is stellar. But with Venables gone, it could be a step backwards. We'll see. But um, I got Clemson finished second also. I do. I have them with a loss uh, to Wake on the road. I got them a loss on the on the road to Florida State. Um, those two for sure. And then I see them beating NC State. But with the two other losses in conference play, I think they'll be in second place. Now, NC State, on the other hand, their schedule falls out pretty nice. Besides the road game to Clemson, they play Florida State at home. They play Wake at home. Um, and the only other game after that that's going to be tricky, in my opinion, because it's a rivalry game, is going on the road to North Carolina. That will probably be the make or break for NC State. And right now, I'm going to give the nod to NC State on that. They're going to go 11-1 in the division on Atlantic side and become and be Atlantic division champions. But that Wake team is going to be real, real interesting along the way. I think that they finish with either nine or ten wins myself. Wake does, depending on if they beat uh, Florida State on the road. Uh, and if they uh, get a, a win uh, against North Carolina. Now, North Carolina is going to go to Wake, but I think that's going to be a crucial win for them to get to ten wins. But I'm with Cook on this. 
I think NC State comes out on top. Now, on the other side, I think it's a, it's a two-horse race. It's either Miami or Pitt, and that's it. And I think the nod's going to go to Miami on this one just because of how their schedule falls. They have NC, they have a North Carolina at home, Florida State at home, and then they get Pitt at home. And then the only road game that's going to be tough for them is at Clemson. So I give the nod to Miami going 7-1. and one. Huh? A&M? Well, A&M, too. I'm, not, I'm there. I'm not getting there. Don't worry. <laughs> I was talking about conference play right there for them. Okay. So I think they go seven and one in conference and they win that division. Mind you, I think they're going to lose on the road to AM too. I think they finished their, I think they finished the season at 10 and two. Miami does, but they win. Uh, they win that last game against Pitt that gets them into the ACC championship game. So I have uh, NC State versus Miami also in the ACC championship game, but I got NC State winning it this time. Oh. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Yep. All right, we're gonna have some stuff on this one. All right, <laughs> in, in the in the Atlantic uh, division, uh, to me, like you said, Clemson, NC State, Wake Forest. Those are those are the top. To me, I don't. I think Clemson rebounds this year. I don't think Dabo's is like you said. Their defense is stout. It's kind of like what you were saying earlier with Oklahoma. You're like, okay, well, you know, they might have some questions on offense, but that, that defense is going to keep a minute. And then with Dabo, uh, you know, leading the reins, I don't think he's going to let this team have another down year. Uh, so I actually picked Clemson to win the Atlantic. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I didn't think that would be so weird, but uh, no one's picked it yet. Uh, and then in the, in the other division, the Coastal, like like Sosa said, to me, it's Miami and Pittsburgh. But I, I think Miami is going to be good, but just not good enough. I think they're going to lose to A&M, and I think they're going to lose to uh, Pitt. Uh, even oh, that, that game's in Miami, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's in Miami, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I still and, – and I think they're going to lose to Clemson as well. So I picked Pittsburgh to come out of the coastal – region so clemson what? and pitt playing for the whole thing and i picked clemson to win it that's okay all right that's what, okay do you have clinton have this question john do you have clemson undefeated or do you have clemson with a loss anywhere uh i'm sure they'll they'll have a hiccup here and there they're not going to go undefeated no no okay 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 but i think it's gonna be, uh they're going to be playing pitt pitt okay but i think their their record will be good enough to get them to the game uh, the, the championship game uh, for the ACC, and then once they're there, they'll they'll win it. They they, they will be the worst uh, record of the two teams that gets there, but I think they'll still win. Okay. Who would think picking Clemson is controversial? Or <laughs> <laughs> a little bit out there, I guess. I I, I it's interesting. I, 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 the coaching changes for me. Yeah, I think they, it's a I think they are too. And that quarterback, what's his name? DJ. I can't even. I can't say his last name. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a quarterback change somewhere along the season with him. And I don't mean it in a negative way. I just mean that quarterback, that five star quarterback that kid is freshman, Cade Klubnik, the guy from Austin Westlake. He's the real deal. I mean, they won back to back state championships here. So anyway, I'm sorry, Mullins. I'm I'm interfering, Mullins. Go ahead. That's the second time, by the way. Uh, But I'm not counting. (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, we've only so, done three man. segments. Yeah. Only three segments. That's two interruptions. <laughs> uh, I again will agree with uh, John. 
great for the most part. For the most part. Going on. So yeah, I <laughs> I see Clemson uh stepping their game up again. I think they're gonna be back uh not to where they were a few years ago, but but close. So I think they're gonna take the uh uh what is there the Atlantic? Yes, yeah, yeah. They're gonna take that. Um I know everybody is so high on NC State, and I honestly don't get it. Um, I do think that they will come in second, but not by much. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's going to be clearly Clemson in the uh, Atlantic Division. Um, the Coastal Division is a little bit different story. I want to be with you with Pitt there, John, but losing Kenny Pickett is going to be – a yeah. That's going to hurt bad. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they can overcome that. Uh, so I'm going to have to stick with Miami on that one. Uh, and they'll probably, Miami will probably win that, that division with three losses. Yeah, I agree so, with that too. I agree and with then that. they'll play Clemson, Clemson wins. So I got Clemson winning the ACC. Mm. Clemson will probably have one loss though. I do see them tripping up a little bit, but... I think that trip for Clemson to Wake Forest will be interesting. I think that might be their one trip up, or maybe an, maybe even a, a two loss Clemson team. But the second one won't yeah. affect them that much. I think the I think on the road to Notre Dame for Clemson will be real interesting. Yeah, that's going to be a really good game. Right. So again, that's not a conference game, so it doesn't affect them, but it may affect them college football playoff wise. And that's uh, that's early, isn't it? Yeah, Notre Dame. No, that's where it's the end of the season. That the Wake game is early. But the oh. Notre Dame is like the, I think the ninth game of the season. So, um, yeah, it's okay. going to be, it'll be real, yeah. real good. So, you know, I, I think two things for me for NC State is just, I think one is a team this year, but I think it's also how their schedule falls. I mean, most of their opponents that they have to face that are important, you know, will they'll, they'll get to play, you know, at NC State. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So, and they should beat North Carolina at the end of the season. Uh, if they're the team that we think they are, they should beat North Carolina at the end. Yeah. So, interesting. Wow. I think we need to mix things up a little bit. So, uh, you know, see. So, Mullins, who's your champion, by the way, for the Clemson? Clemson over Miami. Yep. Oh, dang. This is way too much. Okay. So you, so you two picked Clemson. I picked Miami and Sosa picked NC State. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, interesting. All right. John and Mullins are becoming one. They're just they're just one person now. <laughs> and, uh, John Mullins. There you go. Believe me, I'm I'm the most scared of this. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. You say you say some crazy stuff sometimes. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, mostly during text. You know, during the yeah. show, you're you're fairly calm, but in that yeah. group text that we have, you, you go off a little bit sometimes. You get a little off the rails, Mullins. So uh, you, almost you get be... a little socialish. Yeah, you do. So, <laughs> yeah. Come on now. That's 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 not even that's, fair. Your your immaturity is showing, Mullins. There you go. Your immaturity is showing now. It is not. Yours is. And for someone <laughs> with your advanced years. Yeah. That's, that's for someone uh, who's 118. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how my age keeps changing. I don't what? Well, nobody clearly can tell. Yeah, we were yeah. What they the didn't have like paper back then, okay? We don't know. 
this is going on like oral history. This is like someone's to, passed it down. Yeah. We have to either carbon date you or just. I'm not like six thousand years yeah. old. Jeez. We don't know yeah. that. We don't, don't know. know. We, we don't cannot know. confirm that. Yeah. We're gonna have to chop off your leg and count your rings. Like that's the only wow. way. <laughs> that's, that's about the only way. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. it's not our fault, Melissa. We don't know how old you are. It's not your fault yeah. either. Like you said, it's not your fault either. We don't. There was nothing. I mean, to, honestly, to, to, at this point, you've probably lost count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll even, we, we can even tell like when there's been droughts by looking at your leg. We're just like, ah, oh, that was a bad year. <laughs> I'm like, like this year is going to show up bad on your leg. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's good. <laughs> well, Moving that on. We should move to the Big Ten now. <laughs> could, could lead us off again. All right, Big Ten. <laughs> um, the West, I think, is going to be interesting. I've got, um, I've got to be a three horse team, uh, three horse race. So there, I got Iowa, Wisconsin, and Purdue fighting it out. But I've got Iowa coming out on top in the West. Uh, I got with the, my top four: are Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, and then Minnesota finishing fourth. Ooh, good call. Uh, in the East Division. I want to preface this by saying I can't stand Ohio State. Oh. I don't like them at all. But I think they are fully loaded. I don't think there's even a chance in the in the in the East. I think it's it's hands down Ohio State. I think they run away with the division, to be honest with you. I don't even think it's going to be close. I don't think I think they're going to destroy Michigan this year just because they need to. Really? Uh, so I got Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, and I got Penn State finishing up fourth. But I think Ohio State is clearly the class of this division. Um by hand, but by far, I don't even think. I think the Michigan Ohio State game, Ohio State's going to be out for some vengeance after last year, and I think they're just going to put their throat on and crush them. Um, in the championship game, I got Ohio State and Iowa, and I I think Ohio State blows them out. Good call. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go second Cook again. Uh, yeah, I think the East is basically Ohio State's division to rule, and I, I agree with Cook also. I think they're going to squash Michigan just because of last year alone and for no other reason for the fact that they lost um and just to make a serious point to let them know that who is the boss around here around here still um yeah the west is like wide open i can see wisconsin purdue iowa or maybe even minnesota sneak in and actually do something crazy and get in there but my pick is wisconsin right now i think wisconsin is solid on defense i think it's going to carry them through and through purdue has some losses on the coaching side this year so i think it'll make a huge difference same thing with Iowa as far as like draft picks and some of the things that the players that they've lost going in from last year. Um, I think the make or break though for Wisconsin is those last six games that they're going to have to figure out a win. I mean, they go to Michigan State, they play Purdue at home, Maryland, they go to Iowa, they go to Nebraska, and they finish up with a Minnesota team that I think people will probably underestimate this year. And I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota finishes as high as third and Iowa has a down year. Now, I don't expect the Hawkeyes to do that, but I could totally see it happening with the West being as open as it is. And any of those four teams, if someone told me, hey, Minnesota won the West, it wouldn't surprise me. It, with Cook's pick, it wouldn't surprise me. Heck, if Purdue won the West, it wouldn't surprise me. But my pick going into it is Wisconsin. I'm going to rely on the fact of their pedigree and what's going on. Ohio State versus Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship, only to watch Ohio State steamroll somebody else. So, Ohio State. Okay. Uh, I'm in full agreement what you said about the West. To me, you can like throw a dart and like hit a team, and I wouldn't shock me if you said that they won it. Uh, it it's, it's a much weaker division. 
uh, you know, Iowa, I usually go with Wisconsin, but like you said, I mean, six games, that's, that's a long, hard stretch right there. Uh, mm-hmm. I just don't see him. And Wisconsin always kind of like, you know, get your hopes up and they always just lose the dumb one here and there. Yeah. So uh, I went with Iowa almost just kind of like, well, I don't want to, it's almost like, I don't want to pick that one. I don't want to pick that one. Who do I have left? Oh, I have Iowa left. It's not like a really like ringing endorsement, but Iowa somehow made it out of there. Uh, in the East, uh, like you, Ohio State is just, just, you know, ready for war. I don't think Michigan is going to be as, as kind of down or what you guys were saying. I think it, it's going to be a dogfight, but I, I just think Ohio State's got too much uh, in it. So I think that, I, I think that Ohio State devastation of Michigan could cost Harbaugh his job. Oh, that's how bad I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be a beat down in the back of the alley. We should talk about that after Mullins' points. After that, so we don't interfere with Mullins for the fourth time. <laughs> but I almost don't uh, like. I think that might be Michigan's only loss. Like I, I have them kind of rolling everyone else. Uh, it's just like you said, though. It's going up against Ohio State, and yeah, it might cost him his job because you, you know, you you got to beat Ohio State. So I have Ohio State versus Iowa, and not even close. Ohio State wins. Okay. All right, Mullins. Is it, is it my turn? Yeah, let's no. pick something surprising, Mullins. You, you should wait 30 <laughs> seconds. Let him finish. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, yep. So, uh, unfortunately, Iowa State, yeah, I agree with you, Cook. Cannot stand them. Ohio um, State. Ohio State. Yeah. That's what I said. I thought you said, I thought you said Iowa State. Uh, Ohio. Okay. Sorry. Did I not pronounce it properly for you? Ohio there. Yeah. Those guys. Anyway. Um, so I see Ohio state and, uh, I think the West is going to be Wisconsin. So, and I really don't think I see Wisconsin kind of really running away with, Ohio, with the West, the way that Ohio state will run away with the East. It, it That's the way it's going to look. Uh, I do agree with John that, uh, Michigan's not going to be near as bad as what what you are thinking. Um, probably one loss, maybe two. Um, and I think it's going to be a close game with Ohio State. I think that's going to be another dogfight for them. Uh, and uh, but I do see it going down to Ohio State and Wisconsin, and then Ohio State winning it. Okay, it's a sweep. Okay, okay. I have a question for you. Okay, so. Michigan taking a step backwards. First of all, you don't think that with Hutchinson gone and there's another guy on the off of the, the defensive side that tore his Achilles, the other defense, I think he tore his Achilles. Yeah, maybe the year uh, before. Either way, they, they had two defensive ends that both got drafted. You don't think mm-hmm. that with some of that loss that there will be a step. I'm not saying like a drastic step because obviously I think they're they're better than everybody else. But, I mean, they go on the road to Iowa. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost there. They play Penn State and Michigan both at uh, Penn State and Michigan State both at home. But I mean, I could I wouldn't be surprised if Harbaugh comes out with two losses at the end of all that. And as far as the Ohio State game goes, to Cook's point, I mean, I don't think Harbaugh might lose his job, but they may be calling for his name after something like that. No, he he just beat him, so he just locked in his contract. He beat One, him for the first time, and yeah, like, how long? Exactly. He still just beat him. 
That's but if that's Ohio all State, those fans care about. But if Ohio State and, and, and beats what, them by thirty, but what if he does beat them again this year? I mean, he's, oh, then then they're then putting up a, they're yeah. putting up a statue, like <laughs> a statue? immediately. A yeah. statue is that yes. what it takes at Michigan? You beat Ohio State twice, and you're like, you got a statue. Yep. Yep. And Ooh. it's it's him holding up. Kurt Herbstreit's severed head. Yes. <laughs> oh Lord! No, no he's not gonna get. He is not gonna get a statue. I mean, the bar is set way too low at Michigan. Then that's if he's gonna get a statue after that. That's how bad that rivalry is up there. Yeah. See, I just think Ohio State's gonna drop the hammer on them. I just, mm-hmm. I just don't see it. They could try. But I don't think I, they're going to be able to. I think they will too. I think that loss that left a nasty taste in their mouth from last year. So, and seeing Michigan in the college football playoff instead of Ohio State, I think that was a nasty taste in their mouth. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, I'm not saying like obviously nothing crazy, but I wouldn't be surprised what they dropped 38 points on Michigan, 38 to 17, something like that. I mean, so uh, that's just what be, my thought is. They'll be in for a dogfight. It'll be a close game. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it now. They get blown out. <laughs> so yeah, there you go man all these divisions have actually been i mean the conferences have been quite surprising so uh do y'all want to go to the sun belt or do y'all want to go to the sec which one do you want to do next uh i did not even look at the sun belt i could name one team from there and that's only <laughs> because of you i can't name any of them. i didn't even look at the sun belts no no we, we, need to. we know who's gonna win right we know who's gonna win right yeah coastal carolina there you go you want to say anything about the independence first before we go to SEC? Sure. What do you want to say about Notre Dame? Well, there's also BYU. No. What, what do you want to say about Notre Dame? What is it you want to talk about? What do you want to say? What do you want to say? Talk about your team. Talk about your team. I think this year they're overrated. I think wow. that they won't win as near as many games as they did last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but their coach, um, I was trying to find his name real quick, but I'm, at a complete loss right now. Freeman, Marcus Freeman. That guy Mm -hmm. is for real. So I see them for real actually um, climbing to be a better team in the future. Okay. Let me me ask you this. Do you think that opening game against Ohio State, do you think they're going to show up or they're going to get stomped by Ohio State? Unfortunately, I think they're going to get stomped. Okay. okay. I, I, I don't like it, but I think that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I took a look at them, too, just to see, you know, for playoff stuff. And, yeah, the, their schedule, like, you know, Ohio State right off the bat and then Clemson down the road and yeah. USC. I just, I, I think it's going to be a down year for Yeah, it's, for it's a brutal schedule. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it is. Their only one that I saw, <clears throat> I, didn't, I didn't go to the record of Notre Dame, but I did see what their schedule was. That was more was more difficult, in my opinion, was Clemson's. I thought Clemson's yeah. schedule, if they come out and win the Atlantic and then win the ACC with one loss, I think Clemson obviously will get where they need to go. But um, that's how difficult I think Clemson's schedule actually is. So now Mullins, just to just to make another point, I think you should just take that background down and just put a picture of. Notre Dame back there. Okay. Golden Domer. Sir, yeah. Sir. You should just do it. You should just do it. I mean, at this point, you're, you're a closet, huge Notre Dame fan. I don't know. If you know, know that, that Notre Dame, even, that Notre Dame closet. Closet. that burn orange shirt he's gone. Yeah. I almost <laughs> this is not about that burnt, burnt orange. orange. 
<laughs> Y'all are freaking colorblind. This is like yeah. neon orange. I if anything, be, it's Tennessee orange. Either way, Mullins. I mean, that's basically Either way. the same team. Yeah. You're still you're still in that same area. You're up there mm-hmm. in Tennessee and Indiana. You're you're somewhere over there. So no guys, he uh-huh. doesn't, he's not a, he's, he just he just, you know, he gives props to Notre Dame. Yeah, he does. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. He's not in the Notre Dame. Well, we can't right. talk about a true uh review of the coming football season if we're not going to include Notre Dame because no. in every poll they're we, ranked in the top 10. So if you're going to just we totally we dismiss not talk them. about them and force them to get into a conference. If they want to be talked about, they join a conference. Ah, ooh, that's a really good point. I mean, they have every opportunity right now to join the Big Ten. And it makes perfect they, sense for them to join. They, they can call any eventually. conference in the United States and say, we want to join you, and they'd be like, cool. Mm-hmm. They'll have to eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm, not to get that TV contract they want, they won't. So, but if if we start seeing the mega conferences, whether it be two or three, they're going to have to, or they'll get left behind. Mega conference. Um, I don't know. John's point though, the schedule is difficult though. I mean, yes, they're, they're coming into the season top five, but I mean, you have to play USC, you have to play Ohio State, you have to play Clemson. Yep. Also, uh, all ranked teams right now. Who else do we have, John, on that schedule for Notre Dame? Those are the biggies. They're playing the biggies. Cal. They're playing Stanford. Uh, so mm-hmm. they, in USC. So they're playing all these Pac-12 teams. You know, so that's a lot of travel. That's it's going to be hard. So, uh, like I said, they're overrated, and I think as much as we talk about Notre Dame, that we'll talk. We'll get a college football playoff, of course. We we'll get to that point, but. Even then, I think that they are – they would get blasted by anybody that, play, that goes into the college football playoff right now. That's just my personal opinion, outside of maybe a Pac-12 conference champion. So – I, I would agree with you with that. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, let's go to the premier conference of college football. Uh, Cook, and lead us off with the uh, SEC, sir. This is going to be great. Here we go. This is where friends become enemies. I'm just, I'm just going to say this. Between Bama, A&M, and Georgia, I have two losses. And uh, Total? Total between the three teams. Whoa. Two Whoa. losses during the season. And uh, I'm going to start out with the East. I got Georgia. Uh, Georgia, Kentucky, Florida. And then Tennessee. I, I got Georgia winning it in the East, going to the SEC championship game. I think they'll roll into the SEC championship game undefeated. And then in the West, I've got um I got some good old teams over there. I've got I've got <laughs> Bama undefeated. I've got AM yeah. with one loss to Bama. I've got Arkansas and Ole Miss. And then in the SEC championship game, I've got Bama against Georgia. And I've got Bama. Thumping Georgia again, mm. okay. Which which complicates the playoffs that we'll discuss here in a little bit. It does. <laughs> it, does. it does. Okay. Um, all right. Mine's pretty similar. It's it's basically Georgia in the East, and then Kentucky and Tennessee battle out for second place, and then Florida maybe sneaks in at third if they trip up Tennessee, maybe. But I think Florida's going to be fourth in that side. Um, but, yeah, I think Georgia comes out of the East completely undefeated, unscathed on that one. Um, uh, 
And then as far as the West goes, it's, you know, it's, it's Bamba, unfortunately it's Bamba. And I think A&M with that, I think a too deep defensive line uh, with DJ Durkin and a hopefully stellar secondary led by Antonio Johnson still gets the loss, but I think it's going to be a really good game. And it may be the best total, you know, elite not say, say athletic teams we've ever had in a long time at AM. Uh, but we still lose to Bama. It's just the way it is right now. Um and it is what it is. Um yeah and then I have Ole Miss I have Ole Miss Arkansas. I actually have a flip. I have Ole Miss Arkansas uh as three and four. Uh so yes I agree. I think Bama and Georgia go into SEC championship undefeated AM and 11 and one uh unfortunately and then Bama gets Bama gets a win over uh over Georgia, but I still think it's going to be a heck of a game. So, but Bama with a nod, SEC champions. Okay, here we go. Uh, in the East, I don't even think it's close. I think Georgia just runs the table on anybody. I mean, you, I could say Kentucky or Tennessee, but it doesn't matter. Like it's Georgia. They're they're dominating that thing. Uh, and then in the West, I have it just like both of you just said. I I have. It basically coming down to Alabama and a and I mean, you might get a, a Mississippi in there or something, but it's going to come down to that game. And I just think we're just not there yet. And Alabama's going to win. a and going to have the one loss. Uh, and then, like you said, Georgia and Alabama go in undefeated and uh, Alabama beats Georgia mm. for the SEC championship. Isn't that I just crazy? Think, I, th- I think it's just a little too early for us. We're just – we need no, our quarterback to be established in there. We, we get that defense. We get a year under our belts, essentially. Mm, now, I, this this is going to be a, a a training ground year for us. I agree with you. I just I don't want to get tripped up by the Ole Miss game, and I don't want to get tripped up by LSU in the, the season. That, I don't, that's I don't, where with we can't go into our old A and M ways. Like yes, we need yeah. to, if we're going to have yeah. our one loss, it's going to be against Alabama in a in a in, a, in your your arm wrestling punch thing. We're just punching each other in the face, all wrestling right in front of each other. Uh, and we just don't have enough, but we, we don't do the dumb A&M crap we do in the past where we'll lose one to Ole Miss or lose yeah. one to Auburn or something yeah. like that. We need to yeah. just have the one loss, play yeah. at a New Year's Eve, uh, uh, New Year's Day Bowl and that sort of stuff. So yeah. Alabama, oh, Georgia. I think the yeah. Alabama A&M game is going to be a slugfest. I think it's going to be – and there's there's the there's bad games. blood in it now, you know, with mm-hmm. the coaches and the players jawing about mm-hmm. stuff. It's gonna be a mean one. Mm. Oh man. Okay, well, I'll let Mullis finish up and I'll ask more of that Bama, that Bama anything. So go ahead, Mullis. Yeah, uh, I think we're all going the same route, Alabama, Georgia. Um, like y'all said, Georgia is just, I mean, they're on cruise control through the east. Um, yes, I think Tennessee's gonna take a step up. Play some good football. They'll probably get second in the East, but it's not going to be near enough. They're still going to have like probably four losses and Georgia with none. So Georgia easily in the East. Um, and then in the West, uh, agreed. I think AM and in uh, uh, Alabama. I mean, it's so hard not to put your bias into looking at at uh at the AM team, but they're freaking loaded. And and I think some some pieces are going to start falling and it's going to really make a difference. 
Um, and I think that uh, they will probably lose against Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Even with all the pieces together, uh, again, yeah, Alabama's ticked off. You know, we and beat them last Alabama. year. Huh? And, and it's Alabama. Alabama. I mean, Alabama's Alabama. freaking loaded. That defense is going to be even better than it was last year. So yeah. it's Bama is going to play some good football this season. They're going to look more like the old Alabama from a few years ago than they have lately. Um, but AM is going to be looking really solid. Uh, I think you're going to see some huge games out of some of our guys. Um especially Evan Stewart and uh and A Chain. You're you're gonna see some amazing things coming out there. But it's just not gonna be enough to beat Bama. So yeah, you're gonna have Bama undefeated, Georgia undefeated, AM with one loss. Yeah, but it's Alabama winning the winning the uh the SEC championship because I think they're gonna put a thumping on Georgia this time. I think that's how much higher they're going to be than Georgia. I'm with it, you, and I think that plays into the playoff scenario. Yeah, it does too. Yeah. But okay, but okay, okay. We got to talk about something for half a second, though. The fact that Georgia is defending national championship, and we're talking about Georgia like not that they don't exist, but we're basically disrespecting them this entire season. They we lost all picked so them to go much. undefeated. We picked them to all go undefeated, but, except for that Alabama championship game. Well, so I'm saying, but I, I understand that part, but, but the East is not the West, right? We know the SEC East is not the West. Now, it might be in a couple of years, right? It could be. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm, we're not giving any kind of love to Georgia. I, I'm the same way, too. I'm not saying that I'm not, you know, excluded from any of this, but just the fact that we're not saying that. Well, that, go ahead. It, it's also like, it, it's kind of like the, the noodling patriot syndrome. It's like, for all of our adult lives, Alabama, Alabama, Alabama Nick Saban, Alabama. Like I, I'm not going to pick that guy to lose, you know, too many times in a row, especially. That's true. That's true. So it's like, okay, I got these two again. Well, who, who am I going to pick in a bubble? I've, I've seen Alabama do this a hundred times. You know, they'll come back. I, I don't know if Georgia can repeat. I've never seen them do it. I've only no. seen them win the one time. And and Georgia so, has to Alabama. reload. I mean, they yeah. lost so much in the draft. I don't see them being able to reload to the level that Alabama is able to reload. But you're, but you're right. I don't disagree. I mean, but Kirby has had top what five recruiting classes for four years in a row. Maybe someone, someone, someone may have to check me on that, but I mean, he's got talent on that roster and he's got the same quarterback from last year. If they have some guys really step it up, then it, it, they could, they could surprise us. But I, I, I just at, don't see it. I look at it this way. Bama beat Georgia last year and then got to the national championship game in a rebuilding year. They yeah. beat the national champion in the SEC championship game, got to the national championship game. What even Saban said was a rebuilding year. Okay, mm-hmm. first of all, I think that's a motivator, in my opinion, that Saban is playing. That is just something for him. Maybe, he, to maybe say. he is, but I truly think it was it was not the Bama team that they've always had. It was a below-standard Bama but team. But it was because of injuries, not so much because of, of a drop in talent. And that's something that yeah. was out of Saban's control. They still got yeah. there. And, and they could have won that game, maybe, if Jamison doesn't get hurt. Yeah. 
You're right. They were they were in it. As soon as Jameson went out, that game changed. You're right. I don't disagree with that. You're absolutely correct. I mean, we're looking at this as, you know, at this time now as like, oh, well, Alabama, they won it last year. They're going to win it again this year. I mean, it's just that, like you said, that one injury. And and also, I mean, how many times have we seen Bama lose, I don't know, 15 guys to the draft, 10 guys to the draft, high high picks, and we just go, man, they don't have a quarterback. They don't have a receiver. They don't have a defensive line. And then he brings in some guy I never heard of, and he wins the high you know, I've seen yeah. Saban do this over and over and over again. Like, I haven't seen Georgia do it again. They lost a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they can reload. Not everyone can reload like Saban does. Who knows if they'll have the focus of an Alabama team. I mean, they won. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're too lax this season. I don't know. Are they hungry now? I don't know. They got a national mm-hmm. championship under their belt. Let's see how it works. That's true. I will say one thing. Alabama is on a revenge tour this season. I will yes. say that. They're on a revenge tour. I'm sure they want to beat the crap out of AM, and I'm sure they want to make a statement against Georgia. So, yeah. but, and let's just hope all of us are wrong and we beat Alabama. Oh, you know what I mean? It'd be a dream come true, dude. I, I mean, would love it as long as we beat everybody else, too. Yeah, I mean, last year we were saying the same thing and then we lost some other stupid games, but we yeah. beat Alabama. If that yeah. happens and we do go undefeated, I will be like John and I'll be in the corner in a fetal position just rocking back and forth slowly crying mine would be cries of joy yeah mine is defeat if, if, if that happens obviously we're in the college football playoff right if all these things happen right we're in the really college football playoff we still get uh, we still don't put us in undefeated we beat Georgia we beat Alabama <laughs> we still, we're number the, five again we're number yeah. five Notre Dame oh. Notre Dame leapfrogs us with one loss uh, it's like oh, every time I'll tell you what though if we end up like I said Aiden does something football playoff you know we should just max out our credit cards and all get tickets and just go this is like it don't really matter at this point we're all gonna go <laughs> i'm so. sure like kirk herbert street would be like well i don't know it's a and they're yeah yeah right. Bama, Bama was on a, on a down yeah, year yeah. And, and georgia was rebuilding and they got a lucky you know, bounce yeah, yeah. So. Bama's the offensive line and all the receivers <laughs> all went on a bender the night before and you know they went mike tyson <laughs> against them they had the flu <laughs> I will say this about AM though, is the fact that their defensive line and the offensive line are probably the best we've had in a long time. That offensive line should be really good. As far as talent, I'm talking about just talent and stars across the board. It should be one of the best we've had in a long time. So, oh, oh man, I know I'm with you. Uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, I don't want to bring this up real quick. Kentucky, Tennessee, like, who do you see actually getting second out of the East? Basically, it's what we're talking about. So, I you see got Kentucky. I got Tennessee. I think it'd be close, but I got Kentucky. Okay. Uh, yes, I would say Kentucky. Okay. I'm sorry. Like, like close. Did you say Tennessee Mullins? Tennessee. Yeah. Is that why you're wearing that shirt? No. <laughs> yes. Oh, way to go, Cook. Way to go. So, uh, I got Kentucky myself too. I, I I have them as a nine-win team. So I have them. So I I see them losing at Ole Miss at Tennessee. Um. And losing to Georgia at home. That's what I see out of uh, Kentucky. So uh, Tennessee's schedule is much harder. So I see seven and five out of Tennessee. But we'll see what happens. Um, all right. It's time to get to the college football playoffs then. It's time oh. to get to them heart of all of this and what we've talked about so far. So how do you <laughs> want to do this? Do you want to talk about your first three out? Or do you just want to lay it all out there and then discuss it each round by round or what? <sighs> 
let's do this. Okay, I have my top six. I did I a top, top six. Seven, yeah. I did a top six because I was just I just laid it out there. And um so how about we do our top six and our matchups and then we go round by round after that? That sounds good to me. We'll do that. So that work with y'all. Yeah, right. start start from six, go to one, cook, and then we'll go from there. Well, I did seven. So I'm gonna go okay, seven to one. That's fine. Number seven will probably show you exactly where I'm going with this. Okay. I think I'm with I'm with Mullins on this. I think in the SEC championship game, I think Bama's gonna thump the crap out of Georgia. And I think because of that thumping, it affects the playoffs. Okay. So I got seven being Georgia. Okay. Whoa. Number six, I got Miami. Okay. Uh, number five, I have Baylor. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number four, I have Texas A&M. I think if they show out the whole season, they play well against Bama in a tight game, and Bama thumps Georgia, I think they get in. And then number three, I've got, you know, the dark horse of the year. I've got Utah. And then my top two seeds are, are Bama and Ohio State, number one. Sorry, can you say that again one more time? Your top four? A&M top four. four. Number, number four is A&M. Number three is Utah. Number two is Bama. And the top seed will be Ohio State. So my first round matchups will be Ohio State versus Texas A&M and Bama against Utah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'll go next then. Um, all right. Uh, I didn't have seven. I had six teams. And this is where it's really dicey for me because there's there I'm I am going on what I what I see hopefully and what ended up happening. Okay. So number six, AM. Um, just that loss of Georgia just takes it out of the mix completely. Number five, in a surprise, I have Utah. Okay. I think if the if the youths do what they're supposed to do, they should win the Pac-12 championship. Now, mind you, they're not gonna have that many ranked wins, but I think that'll come out looking good uh for them. Number four is NC State. I think whoever, like I said, wins that Atlantic Division and wins the ACC should get the nod. I got three with UGA. Bulldogs get back into the playoff. And then it's easy after that. It's two Ohio State and number one, Bama. Okay. Uh, top six. Now, number six, I have Texas A&M. Like you said, just just – just on the edge once again number five I, like i said earlier i i, I only think they're going to have like one loss i'm gonna I, I put michigan at number five okay uh number four i have my dark horse i guess i have clemson uh in there number uh georgia and number one and two just like you said uh except for, uh wait no same with sosa number two i have ohio state and number one i have bama so Bama playing Clemson, Ohio State playing Georgia. Okay. Carrie? Interesting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> pretty similar. Um, honestly, five and six could be any number of teams because I think you're going to have a one-loss Baylor. I think you'll have a one-loss Utah, possibly a one-loss Oregon, a one-loss Michigan. I could see that. So – Five and six are going to be really highly debatable. Uh, but uh, I'm going to put, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Michigan at six, AM at five. Okay. 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 Uh, 
Clemson, I'm going to put it seven if I was putting them there. They're going to be borderline, even though I have them winning the ACC. I don't okay. have them making the playoffs because okay. I think Oklahoma State's going to make the playoffs. Ooh. Okay. I okay. put them at four. Uh, then Georgia, I think even even with a losing the SEC championship game, they're still going to get in. Uh, and then uh, I think Bama at two and Ohio State at one. Mm, interesting. I guess I'm just hoping and praying that <laughs> the AM Bama game can be so tight and so close, and that Bama can really put a thumping on Georgia that that's the tiebreaker why AM will get in. And and if that happens, I could totally see that argument. Um, but you know how might be a little luck bit of, always goes. That might be a little bit of hoping. They'll be that's the fanboy showing out, <laughs> and it's hard not to. I, I totally get that. I mean, and that's kind of why I had A and M six is because I don't like we always get you know like you said there's going to be a couple of teams with one loss, but they never give us the respect. So I don't think they're going to now. I think Michigan. They're going to give us. Uh, we'll get priority over us to be ranked yeah. fifth. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll, be, but they'll put us at five, just like they're dinging in a little like a dollar. Yeah, like like, like they're look, rewarding us. For you're so close, things. but no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised by that, but I also wouldn't be surprised if you know somebody like a Baylor was ahead of us that also you had like a one loss team. Yeah. Also, right. so um, you know, we didn't have as many Big Twelve picks in there like I thought we were going to. I thought there was going to be a Big Twelve pick, but. Honestly, I see I see I see SEC getting two picks. And so it's down to who is the best champion after that. Yeah. So in my mind, it was Ohio State for sure. And then NC State, just because I think they win a more difficult uh conference than anybody else does. Kinda so. in a way. I just think Oklahoma State being able to beat Baylor and Oklahoma, uh, and then most likely one of those twice. Mm-hmm. Um I would just have to give them the nod over an ACC champion. I can see a Big Twelve coming out, a Big Twelve champion coming out with with two losses too. Out of out of what's going on with that schedule it's that possible. they have with the round robin between Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and then maybe Texas knocking off somebody else in there. Yeah. I could see I could see the Big Twelve champion coming out with with two losses fairly easy. So, um, not that it will yeah. happen that way. I mean, that just in my mind, I could just see it happen that way. Right. I mean, those two losses automatically take you out of the playoffs. So no matter yeah. what you do. Oh yeah, true. Hook, I don't I don't see uh, hey you have Georgia at number seven. I don't I don't see that one. I That's think the I think they slide. I think it's just it's it's the it would be the shock value from them getting thumped by Bama. I think they'll just slide a little bit. Yeah, but a thumping by Bama, I mean versus it's a thumping it's just by wrong timing is all this. I'm sure okay. they'll be number, I'm sure they'll be number five. But okay. I, I'm putting them at seven. Okay. But we all have one kind of different team in there. Cook has two, I guess, but everyone's kind of Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, and then one other team for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably be Georgia in there, but I'm just, I'm not putting them in there. Okay. Well, look, give me your your semifinal wins then. Who do you got then? All right. Well, I got Bama destroying Utah. (laughs) Uh, Just right out of the gate. Not even going to play. I think that'll be a, won't even be a game. It'll be very boring. It'll be like, well, crap, man. Halfway through the second quarter, I'm just going to go eat some dinner at lunch or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, A&M, Ohio State. Um, I have, unfortunately, I have thoughts of the, I remember back in the day when we won the Big 12 and 
we got to play Ohio State in the Sugar Bowl. And, man, we were all at John's house, and we were all excited about how awesome a was going to do. And then we just got absolutely – the wood laid to us. So and, fast. Uh, I, I, I don't think it's going to be that bad, but I don't think it'll be close. I think we'll lose a 37-20 game, something like that. But it, it, the score will be closer than the actual game really is, I think. So I got Ohio State and uh, Bama playing for the national championship. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, I'll follow suit here then. And uh, I've got Bama, same thing. I mean, they're going to play North Carolina State, but they will destroy uh, North Carolina State. Um, same thing. I have time to be like, all right, we're waiting for the Bama game to be over with. Um, Ohio State and Georgia, in my opinion, would be a really sweet and awesome matchup. I would love to see these two duke it out. I mean, I think it's going to be close. And I would love to see Ugga win, but I think Ohio State this year just has more offensive firepower. And Georgia's defense not being as strong going into it. So this will be a much closer game than I'll probably give her credit for. Uh, probably within, you know, seven, eight points, but Ohio State and Bama, a uh, national championship game. Uh, yep. I have Bama, like all you said, they're playing Clemson in mine and I have them destroying Clemson, not even close. And then same uh, with Sosa, I have Ohio State playing Georgia, and I think it's going to be a really good game. But in the end, I think Ohio State's just loaded for bear. Uh, I picked them to, to win uh, a, a slugfest. Mm. So Bama, Ohio State, the national championship, which all of us have picked so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'll probably follow suit, except that I have Ohio State number one. Uh, going into mm. the the playoffs, um, and okay. so Ohio okay, State. One. Oh, you did too. Okay, well, Ohio State is going to beat the dog poo out of Oklahoma State, uh, and then Bama over Georgia again, and then uh, so Bama and Ohio State in the championship game. So chalk, everyone. Yeah, exactly. All right, Cook. Caught me with food in my mouth. <laughs> that's what you get for eating during the show. That's what you get for eating. Yeah, that's my yeah. fault. Sorry, I was trying to be like John. So I think the national championship <laughs> game between Bama and Ohio State will be a really good game. Um, I think, you know, Nick Saban is known for these situations. He game plans. He gets his team ready. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's set up for a Nick Saban national championship, but I think Ohio State beats Alabama. Oh. And I think Ohio State wins the national championship. Wow. Holy crap. That was a left hook out of nowhere. Dang. I like it. I like okay. It. All right. Well, I don't know if I like it, but. Uh, all right. I, yeah, I don't like quick. it at all, but. Um, yeah, I think Bama, Ohio State would be, I think that's the, that's the biggest, you know, the game that we want to watch no matter how it played out. Um, but uh, like I said, I think Bama's on a revenge tour. And they're going to make it known that they are still the best in college football. So as much as Ohio State may be ready, uh, I don't think Nick Saban is going to let it happen. So Bama over Buckeyes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, th I think between Bama, Ohio State, and then you can even throw in Georgia. I mean, this might be like half of the first round in the NFL draft the next <laughs> yeah. year. Like, yeah. The amount of players that are going to come off these two to three teams is going to be like It's going to be ridiculous. Like well, if you saw the preseason All-American team, you, you would agree uh, with that too. The preseason All-American team is just like Bama, Ohio State. Anyway, sorry. It's crazy. But uh, 
you know, it's like you got to prove it to me. You know, I'm not going to pick against Nick Saban and Bama in the national championship on the revenge tour, as as Sosa has dubbed it. So, yeah, I pick Bama. Sadly. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough game. Bama and Ohio State. Um, you're going to have a very high potent offense against a very stubborn, solid defense. It's going to be a hell of a game. Uh, they always say the defenses win championships. But mm-hmm. as much as it pains me, I think it's going to be Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I think their offense is just going to be just good enough to get the job done. And there'll probably be mm. some crazy special teams play that, that seals the deal. Some block field goal. Yeah. Well, Saban doesn't have any luck on the field goal kickers, which I have never figured out about his team. Why he does not have solid field goal kickers. Yeah. How, how come you got a team like A&M that gets all these like <laughs> in Hall of Fame type kickers and punters and punters? <laughs> But nothing else. You do, you get Alabama that gets everything but that. It just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I just remember that kid uh, in the national championship game. What was his name? He missed those two field goals. And yeah. I, like I would not want to miss a field goal and then walk over and Nick Saban. Like no, no, no I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Just I'll just go to the locker room. I'm good, coach. I'm good. Oh shoot. All this, all these predictions, all everything, just for it to be, you know, no dark horses, no, no power five teams, no nothing, just, just straight. I was just about to ask. So just crazy thinking who would be your crazy dark horse to come up and make the playoffs, not necessarily win everything, but make the playoffs. You know, I've heard a lot of talk about the Houston Cougars this year, and I wouldn't be surprised if a Houston Cougars team comes out of the American Conference and does something good. Because I, I know they played Cincinnati well last year in that in the championship game. I wouldn't be surprised to see a Houston team be considered for the playoff, not even in it, mind you, just considered uh, for the playoff this year. So maybe as high, maybe as high as like eight or nine for Houston. Very interesting pick. So, did you have one, sir? Did you John, have one in mind? John? I mean, if I had to pick one, it, my, I don't know how. I mean, I, it, it's it's dark horse, but it's not as far away as like Houston. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. it's it would maybe be Miami, I guess. Like even though I said that I don't even have them winning their division, but I think if they happen to win the games they're supposed to win, that they could be a dark horse, Miami. I don't think it's going to happen, yeah, but right. if, if you're asking me to pick something crazy with potential, I would say Miami. All right. I mean, I had Utah in there already, and that's kind of a dark horse. But if for me, a team that I would like to see if AM can't make it, so I'm still holding out, but if AM can't make it, a team I would like to see make the playoffs too, I think just because of their head coach and their scheme and their defense would make some noise potentially. I'd like to see Baylor make it. That's a good pick. Not bad. Not bad. 
Mine would probably be, and and again, it's not near as a dark horse as Houston, which I I love that pick. That's that's a great one right there because I agree with you on that. They could come up and just shock everybody. Uh, but mine would be Oregon. Um, I know I picked them to win the Pac-12, but uh, the, I, I think they may be putting putting together a pretty good team out there. So I could I could see them being a a sneaky team. Yeah. I like I like some of the transfers they got in Oregon, and I like the fact I like the defensive coordinator that they got from Georgia to be the head coach. Yeah. So it could be real interesting with Georgia out there, especially as kind of wide open as it is for the most part outside of you know Oregon and Utah, you know, and maybe a, a USC UCLA thing. I I agree it, it, that Oregon pick could be. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they do something tricky with it. So we'll see. Oh man. Okay, do we actually have Heisman hopefuls? Because I didn't go that far with this I one. I did picked you? the Heisman. I, did. I didn't pick like a list, but I have one guy. For okay. I picked, I picked a finalist and I picked the winner. Okay, go for it, Cook. Uh, my finalists are uh, Cameron Rising, Will Anderson. I think Will Anderson just it gets the invite. Okay. Just, okay. Just gets, yeah, because um, CJ Stroud and uh, Bryce Young. And then I have uh, Bryce Young being the second back to back winner. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's going to be a hard thing to live down. Okay. John. Uh, I think it's going to, like Cook said, probably Anderson invite, but pretty uh, young at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's just going to be, you know, who, who, and I don't even think it's going to be like a big difference. It's going to be a slight difference, but uh, Young, Stroud, I think they're the clear 1A, 1B, and I have uh, Bryce Young winning it as well. Yeah, okay. This, I mean, if I'm picking Alabama to run the thing and win the championship. It's going to go to him, and they're blue blood. I think it's going to go to him. Back to okay. back to back to back. Okay. Back. <laughs> I, you know, my, I have a, I have a, uh, I think it's Stroud or, or Youngs to, to win, basically. Like you're saying, John. I think the only two people that come to mind, maybe the Utah quarterback, if he has a great season and wins the Pac-12, he might get the invite. Uh, Anderson will probably be there. And I wouldn't be surprised if, this sounds a little crazy. I'm going to throw this out here. Also kind of a dark horse. But I wouldn't be surprised if the whoever comes out as the Ole Miss quarterback maybe gets an invite. You know, I, I know Lane Kiffin loves to throw the ball around. Um, they will run a lot of quick, you know, high tempo offense. I, you know, I'm not saying there's going to be that many SEC players there, but as a wild outside the dark horse, whoever the Ole Miss quarterback ends up being could be uh, thrown out there too. So we'll see how that goes. Mullins, did you have a Heisman pick? So did you, you pick, yeah. which, who did you pick? Me? I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. go with Bryce Young also. I, th- I think it's just going to end up being that way, but, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Stroud wins it. If you, if you told me Stroud wins it, I wouldn't I wouldn't be like, oh, that's a big that's a big leap. So, yeah, I mean, Bryce Young, Stroud, uh, who else? Um, Robinson from uh, Texas. I know he's been getting uh, talked up a lot, and I think he'll have a good season too. Uh, and uh, also the uh, quarterback for uh, Clemson. I think he's going to have a good year. He'll probably be good talked about a lot. I can't say his name. Don't even ask me. So, ukulele, <laughs> huh? Ukulele. 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 That's what it ukulele. Called. It's that's kind of low the way it looks. I'll just go with DJ. We'll just. Um, yeah, that's easier. But honestly, I think uh, I think you're going to see. Cross my fingers. 
that you'll see a defensive player finally win um, in, in a long time. And uh-huh. yeah. And so, yeah, Will Anderson. Uh, and a dark horse that I think gets invited mm-hmm. is going to be A Chain. Wow. Okay. Man, that would be nice. Okay. That I would be he's sweet. Gonna, I think he's going to have one hell of a year. I, I like that. That's I have seen his name on a couple of like dark horse lists. Yeah. I can mm-hmm. totally see that dude going over a thousand rushing and receiving. Which just you mean combined? Do you mean combined like 500 yards rushing, 500 yards no. passing, something like that? No. A thousand. thousand, each? thousand. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Now you're crazy. Now you're a little crazy, Wallace. No, Boy. maybe not that much, but the, he's going to have probably combined 1,500 yards. Okay. I hope okay. so. I hope so. It'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, they've talked about everything's going to be changing over there. The playbook should be wide open. That. I wouldn't mind it. We'll see what happens. So I think what if we get a thousand yard rusher and a thousand yard receiver, I will be happy with how we've done this year. So Evans might be your guy for that. That's what I'm saying. That's what if if Evan Stewart is my thousand yard receiver and A Chain's my thousand yard running back, then we've done something good. That's all I care about. So uh, all right, gentlemen. Uh final thoughts. Uh let's keep the same order. Cook, you're up. All right. Football season, I'm excited. Texans got a preseason win last week. That was nice to see. Come back at the last moment there with that amazing uh, comeback against the Saints. Uh, I, I, I should apologize to Kenyon Green. Um, I'm, I'm, I apologize for giving you such crap about not running with the starters. I didn't realize you've been out for two weeks with a concussion. I saw that today. I, I apologize for that. Once again, foot in mouth. <laughs> hope you're healed up well and uh you know hope you have a chance to start week one potentially you're you're still running the threes today on the report that i read you were running with the third team but you know they gotta work you back in after your concussion just coming back gotta yeah get, that's what i was thinking gotta work him in get him back into the rotation <laughs> uh jalen petrie uh, can't say enough about him oh lord like jalen petrie a lot oh, he looks good can't wait to see how he does yeah Derek Stingling. Been hearing good things. Let's just see what happens. I'm cautiously optimistic about that. Uh, just want to mention um, also that uh, Oakland's beating the Rangers seven to one tonight. That's great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's let's watch some more football on Friday night. I can't wait. And high school football starting up here soon. That's yeah. exciting. And college football. I mean, I love NFL, but college football just has my heart. So I I'm, I can't wait for college football to kick off. Yeah. All right. We'll same order. I'll go next. Uh, to all those guys he just mentioned, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the Texans, okay? We're just trying to get the quarterback for next year, okay? That's all we're trying to do. Trying to get the quarterback for next year. Uh, to the Cowboys, like I said, the offseason still has been just stellar. So, love it. <laughs> it's no longer the offseason. <laughs> Hey, until week one happens, okay, it still happens. There's moves that are being made, okay? Rosters right. are being changed, okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> and I'll say this uh, about uh, college football through the picks. It made me excited. The more I kept going through all the conferences, I got excited and more excited. So I'm looking forward to college football getting off the ground. Uh, before I forget, uh, congratulations to, is it Pearland? 
that made it to the Little League World Series. So yep. I don't know if I tossed it out there last week or not, but if I didn't, uh, congratulations, Pearland. I hope that they do well at the Little League World Series. Um, and the uh, Texas team, the girls softball, Little League, whatever, that they won the whole thing actually too they're from waco and they won the little league softball championship so kudos to them to getting the win too uh high school football is around the corner uh and there's nothing like a friday night in texas friday night in texas is will always be one of those special things that happens but yeah go football and you're up john uh Let's see the 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 raiders they're 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 getting healthy (laughs) just today Darren Waller came back. Trayvon Mullen came back. They were mm-hmm. at, down two defensive tackles, Jonathan Hankins, Bilal Nichols. They came back. It's like a finely oiled machine. Oh, good stuff. Uh, shout out to Josh McDaniels, GM Dave Ziegler. I, I was listening to another podcast today, and they, they said something that, that really struck home with me. It said, you know, in the, in the other uh, Gruden era and even before Del Rio and those guys, you you always would hear stuff at camp, you know, Antonio Brown's doing something, Gruden saying some dumb stuff. Something's always happening with with this regime. You don't hear anything coming out of camp except these guys are just putting in work. You're not you're not hearing any distractions, which is something I haven't not heard in a long time. So go good for that. White Sox last two nights in a row, we've been down to the to the Astros and come back late and beat them. We're currently down three to two in the eighth. So I expect another victory this evening. We are like, there's like four teams that are just right on the, the playoff line. And we're right there. We've been on a seven and three stretch lately. So hopefully things are changing. Uh, and I mean, we, we talked college football this whole time. So I just want to end on that. Uh, what I said earlier about the Aggies, let's just not be the old Aggies. <laughs> win the games we're supposed to win play hard in the games that are going to be tough and you know let's just maybe take our lump or two this season and then next year is and the years after is where we're going to bring it but uh we can't just lose the dumb ones that we mm. always lose i agree and i'll end i'll end on that all righty uh i'm going to kind of follow cook's uh style here and i'm going to think an individual I'm going to thank Walter Camp. Can anybody tell me who Walter Camp is? He's got an award name. He's got an award named after him. Yeah, he does. He does. He is considered the father of American football. He played for Yale football back in the late 1800s, and he is mostly responsible for organizing how football was played um, and setting rules. And he was the guy that implemented the line of scrimmage and the snap from center to quarterback, uh, the forward pass. He was responsible for all of this up until he, up until him getting things organized. Football was played in many different ways at many different schools, you know, and different rules, different styles. And so basically if you went from Yale to play at, um, at uh uh say at uh, Princeton you you had to play Princeton's rules but if you went and played at Yale you had to play by Yale's rules so Walter Camp was uh 
was responsible for getting things organized and made into the game that we see today. And without him, we wouldn't have Tom Brady. So good call. There you good go. Call. Good call. <laughs> it's his fault. It's nice. It's his fault. <laughs> your your high school buddy Walter Kent is going to play for this. I knew y'all were going to say wow. some mess like that. That's y'all are funny. And, and I do want to say that here at Opera Game, we take concussion seriously. And, uh, you know, just because Cook doesn't, you know, he's not speaking for hey, the whole time. I did not say anything. I did not know you. You know, he's making light of me. He's like, he's like, rub some dirt on your head and get back out there. No, the way we you know better than that. And, and uh, right, right before we go off, I just want to say that I am the Tom Brady of this podcast. <laughs> and oh, I, I want to mention one more thing, too, in that I want to let you know that when Bobby Bonilla contract ends, he'll be 72 years old. With the Met. So the contract with the Mets he has. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. And boom. Boom.